This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. In this episode, we will be talking about digital banking services and how Singaporean consumers, as well as SMEs and micro enterprises, can benefit from such services. And our guest this episode is Hari Sivan, CEO and founder of SoCash, which is a fintech that allows cash withdrawals from shops instead of ATMs, as well as payments. Welcome to the show, Hari. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. So, Hari, the Singapore government granted a few digital banking licenses in 2020. But before we talk about what that means for consumers and businesses in 2021 and beyond, first, you know, what exactly is digital banking in a nutshell? In a nutshell, it will be easy to do a comparison. So let's say today you have supermarkets where you do your groceries and then you have a plethora of options in e-commerce, which are the digital retail platforms. So you can think of future banking becoming more like e-commerce where you have significant new options, new features, benefits compared to what you get today, you know, in a branch or in a physical setting. So the idea really is to push towards greater efficiency, lower cost and better convenience for the consumers of the banking service. But how does that help the man on the street with his money? I mean, for example, SoCash lets people withdraw cash from shops instead of ATMs, as well as make payments. So you're a digital banking service. But what are the other digital banking services out there? And what does this mean for the average Singaporean? For the man on the street, for the average person, you, me, the clear benefits would be significantly cheaper cost of banking. So today we pay knowingly or unknowingly a lot of fees, uh, you know, like fall below balances. You're essentially paying the bank for keeping your own money. You know, which sounds a little bit weird, but you know that it has creeped into the system, not only in Singapore, but across the world. So the future would look like significantly pro-consumer. You know, today the banking products are pretty much commoditized. So you've got your credit cards, mortgages. In many ways, it could be seen as a finely balanced oligopolistic system. But when there is more competition, just like retail or just like telcos, the more competition, the better. So imagine a world if there was only iPhone or Android or there was no Android. So you're stuck with the most expensive piece of hardware. And that would exclude a lot of people from accessing basic services of communication. I think the goal for the future really is that more options Uh, technology-driven delivery of banking services would level the playing field and it will drive greater financial inclusion, financial flexibility for everyone. And it kind of breaks today's paradigm where the privileges are usually offered to large clients, whereas a small guy, you know, usually isn't, is, is more the receiving end. I think the future is definitely better where technology becomes the equalizer Uh, the barriers to entry become lesser and lesser, which kind of benefits everyone. So net-net, cheaper services, more options, ability to move from one financial institution to the other. You know, just like today, whenever we recontract our phones, you know, we have like three, four options. So the same should happen in the future for banking services. At least that is what I think. And I think that is good for society as a whole. If you like Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation about digital banking services with my guest, Hari Sivan, CEO and founder 
of Zocash. Now, before the break, Hari, you mentioned more choices when it comes to digital banking, as well as potential lower cost as another benefit of the rise of digital banking services. But what are the steps then a Singaporean consumer can take right now to benefit from digital banking services right now? And beyond now, in 2021 and beyond, what other steps can he or she take to benefit from the digital banking boom? So let me give you a few examples. Today, if you look at banking, you know, the delivery of banking is designed on a principle that the consumer should go to the bank or consumer should go to the branch to avail of, let's say, opening an account or you know, like loans and all that stuff. The future that we see, and, and that is really where SoCash is playing, is that banking is a commodity, or at least commodity side of banking gets delivered just like a Coke or a Fanta. So you know, earlier you have to go to an ATM to withdraw cash or you know, to, do, to deposit cash or to go to the branch. Using a platform like SoCash today, thousands of retailers actually become a touch point, you know, like an ATM or a virtual ATM as we call it, and they can deliver these basic services. So the future of banking or digital banking, one of the foregone conclusions is ubiquity. So banking is available everywhere. You don't really have to make a conscious decision or a trip to the branch or call up the RM for certain services. So it becomes like a frictionless, seamless, ubiquitous services. And you will see more and more platforms like SoCash to delivering these services. So banking becomes a product or, you know, like the banks actually create these products and the delivery is pretty much a technology-driven channel, you know, just like electricity or water gets to you. So banking will come at your doorstep rather than you being expected to go to the banks and, you know, like queue up and wait and all this stuff. So, you know, that that would be a significant change, let's say, in 2021 or beyond. It will take some time. Uh, there are a lot of enablers that is required, but you, know, you would all, already see the building blocks in Singapore for that future. So it sounds like what you're saying is one obvious step is instead of leaving your house right now, I mean, pick up your phone, go on the web and see what digital banking services are already available to you. Even though you can leave the house, you don't need to leave the house to take advantage of some of these digital banking services. But what if you are an SME and especially a micro enterprise, you might even be, in a sense, underserved by traditional banking services. What can you do? to take advantage of digital banking if you are a micro-enterprise or an SME owner? You know, very good question. And you're absolutely right that the immediate impact would be more on the business side because businesses generally transact a lot more. And we can see that from our partner merchants who use our platform, who need to have multiple bank accounts, have different challenges in making payments and so on and so forth. So the immediate benefit would be for businesses, especially small businesses, the more competition, you know, and given that the commoditized nature of business of banking, the threshold pricing or, you know, like minimum balance, you know, monthly recurring fees, all these should go away or, uh, you know, they should come down. Because frankly, from a unit cost perspective, a lot of these prices, for example, telegraphic transfer, like funds transfer, all these things are legacy pricing. You know, they were created like five years ago, 10 years ago. And, you know, they just continue because the, the incumbent banks, don't see a reason to lower because the competition is like, you know, pretty much not there, right? So for the micro, it will be extremely beneficial because the immediate results would be seen in lowering of cost, which is extremely critical at this point in time where most businesses are looking to save every cent so that they can pay the salaries and, you know, kind of keep their neck above the water. In the long term, 
there will be more uh, services that are pretty much customized to different types of businesses and you know that would be uh, probably the next step where you know the personalization or customization that you normally see on let's say as I, again my examples would be e-commerce sites on let's say facebook and all that stuff where the banks would try to understand their customer needs and you know cater to that using data and intelligence and it becomes extremely easy cost effective you could you could have like multiple pricing plans you know rather than one size fits all kind of mechanisms yes but what about today what's a concrete step a business can do today 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 there are no digital banks so there is nothing that they can do today right essentially they have to work with the products that are available in the market from the incumbents but what they can do really is to adopt a more technology driven planning process so that their finance team or their operations team is ready for that future so they can get invest into the training process to say that hey today you are running with you know five different platforms and you know 20 different spreadsheets now tomorrow we are going to shift our accounts from bank a to the new bank and in 6 months you know we are expecting to work with the bank to streamline the whole process which is expected to yield at a 25% cost savings or a cost of banking no so you can start those conversations today to get them on board so that you can prepare the whole organization for businesses changing bank relationships can be quite complex and traumatic so some of the things that businesses can do is to plug on to the ecosystem understand what is coming up and you know plan towards that shift you know which ultimately should be beneficial and obviously they should have a conversation with their existing banks to say okay you know i have got this thing and you know what do you have something to offer so you kind of have to go through that bargaining process and understand and do what is necessary for your business i mean that would be essentially what i would do for my business i would look at what are the options in front of me how well it fits into my current organization needs what the gaps are and then plan for the future thanks for being on the show harry thank you so much we've been speaking about how digital banking services can benefit singapore consumers as well as smes and micro enterprises with my guest harry sivan ceo and founder of socash and that's a wrap for this episode of money hacks a podcast series by the business times That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast@sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.